are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's, what's going on? Not much, man. Just ready to get to the pod. Let's go. All right. So today's topic is catch more flies with honey. Today, we're going to be talking about being kind, being polite. Kid, what do you got for us? Um, when I start thinking about catching flies with honey, the first thing I thought, of, I was like, what do we want to catch flies for? But, <laughs> you know, flies are pretty much attracted to everything. Um, I know when you go to a cookout, you have to constantly wave your hand over the food to keep the flies away. Yeah. Um, and then in other cases, you know, sometimes when you see um, droppings, um, <laughs> yeah, those flies, they are attracted to that. So they can be attracted to things that we like and things that we don't necessarily care to be around, right? So right. the way we have to look at that is whatever energy that you're giving off, whatever kind of attitude, you're going to attract what you are. Okay. Okay. So if you want to attract drama, if you want to attract drama, be a person that's full of drama. Mm-hmm. If you want to attract peace, then be a peaceful person. If you want to attract a wife, then you need to show yourself as being a husband. If you are a woman and you want to attract a husband, then you need to show yourself as being a wife. Okay. So... I thought about this when I was a kid and, you know, sometimes you have situations where, you know, you and a friend might not be getting along or you might not be around people that you really want to be friends with, or you might have a hard time finding friendship in a new setting or something like that. And I remember I was somewhere new and, you know, I just got there or I might not even attend it the first day. Cause usually you make friends pretty fast as a kid. And I was saying like, I don't have any friends there or something like that to my dad. And my dad, he just took his time and he was just like, if you want a friend, then you have to show yourself friendly. So that just stuck with me that whatever you want in life or whatever you want to be attracted to you in life, you have to show that in yourself So those people or those kind of people are attracted to you. If you want negativity, then you show yourself negative. You want positive people around you, then show yourself positive. Whatever you want, you have to show that so you can attract the right people to be around you. And I think the saying is true in many cases that birds of a feather flock together. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts where um, we talk about the five people that you keep around you. That's where you're going to be at in years to come. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a lot of truth to that. And if you want good things to happen to you, then the best way to do that is to do good things for other people. So if somebody's giving you a problem and they're always being rude or mean to you, that's where the other say, um, saying comes in, kill them with kindness. You treat people right, no matter how they treat you, you treat people right. And they either have two choices. They have a choice to treat you right in return or leave you alone or you separate yourself from them. That's the two choices you have with me. You either treat me right or I'm separating myself from you. Um, but yeah, that, that saying is so um, layered. Um, it's a lot of different ways we can look at that. But what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, I think, you know, you said a lot of good stuff. And, you know, one of the things I, I can say is that um, my parents definitely taught me to treat people with respect, be kind, uh, even when, you know, uh, people aren't necessarily always, you know, kind to you. You know, I can remember my mom always saying, you know, uh, turn another cheek, you yeah. know, not, not to be necessarily, you know, a pushover on things, but, you know, you don't necessarily have to, you know, if someone does something wrong to you, you don't have to necessarily try to do something uh wrong to them to you know yeah. get right back you know it's it's you know you don't necessarily have to try to do something like that but um but just just be kind to people you know yeah. don't be rude um treat people with respect uh, one of the things i can always remember um and it's 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 funny to me how different areas of the country had different customs, you know? So we lived in the, in the, in the South, we lived in the Midwest, we've lived in the Southwest. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, one of the things that we learned growing up in the South was when, when people, when somebody grown enters the room, you know, you should speak. Yeah. You, know, you don't even have to know someone to speak to them. You know, yeah. someone comes in, you don't know them, you see them, you acknowledge their presence, right? And it's just so funny to me how other parts of the country, that's just not really done. And so we've definitely seen it as like rude, but, you know, at first that's how we saw it, right? But for the most part, it's kind of, you know, maybe that's just not really taught here, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, that, that's just something that we just kind of find funny sometimes, you know? But, you know, we, we definitely try to tell our kids, you know, hey, when, when, when a grown up, an adult comes in the room, hey, speak. You yeah. Know, hey, you know, uh, you, you're going to a room, hey, speak to people, you know, acknowledge their presence, you know, introduce yourself, those types of things, just being, just being a nice person, being polite, right? We, you know, we've, we've definitely talked about those types of things. And I, I can definitely say, you know, I'm glad that my parents taught me about being kind. There's been yeah. so many times that just being kind and like you said, you know, you're attracting that that type of stuff. You know, just being kind can get you can get you open certain doors for you just because you're just not some rude, cantankerous person. You know, yeah. if you're if you got a, a, a gentle, sweet spirit about yourself, you know, uh, people tend to want to be around people who are like that. 
you know, yes. more so than someone who has got a whole bunch of drama with them. And that's something that I've definitely tried to teach my kids, you know, well, you know, definitely have fun and all these certain things, but it's no need to be rude to people. That's, that's uncalled for. And that's one of the things that I can definitely say that I, I've enjoyed seeing, you know, like even when I've enjoyed watching, even when my kids don't know that, you know, I'm watching how they interact with other kids and they're, how they're just, just nice people. And it's, that's a good thing, you know? So that yeah. makes me glad to know that that's, that's something that I've done and, and that I've done the right, the right way. Yes. I, I agree with all of that. And I've been in situations and it's funny now that I think about it because uh, the people that this happened with very close with now and, you know, just love them to death. But when I first met um, this group of people and I came in and I was like, first time there, never met anybody there. And nobody spoke to me at all. It was just the weirdest vibe. Mm -hmm. And I just, I didn't, I didn't take it personal. I kind of just thought maybe something else was going on that I didn't know about. Um, but that's just the way that this particular group of people um, did things. They didn't mean any harm by it, but it just, I guess it was offsetting mm -hmm. me and made me, made me start second guessing everything that occurred on that particular day. And this was like at a cookout or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's like with me um, at my house, when there's a newcomer or somebody that has never been there before, we all reach out and speak to them. Yeah. Um, no matter what we feel like, that's just like somebody bringing, let's just like one of my nephews brings a girlfriend to a cookout or something like that. We want to make her feel comfortable. You know, even yeah. if you might not feel like this particular girl's intentions are in the right place or they, their vibe might be off. You still try and make people comfortable because you just need to have a general respect for people, period. Right. Um, so I kind of understand what you're saying. And it can, it can, it can kind of set you back a little bit because yeah. it makes you feel like people don't like you. But um, some people, when you come into their presence, it's like you have to um, earn that respect. And it's weird. Mm -hmm. And especially like in dating situations, I've seen where you might go into a certain place and because, well, I'm just going to be honest, this is the Dad Roots podcast. And a lot of times I've seen where families didn't have a lot of male figures in the family. And sometimes there's some resentment towards males and you can just feel it because past relationships haven't worked out or uh, he ain't no good just like everybody else. And it's like, you almost have to prove yourself to them, which is, it's just weird. Mm -hmm. But I've seen this happen time and time again, and it can be intimidating. Um, it can be intimidating to me, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go off into that, but, showing people kindness to begin with, you can kind of take away um, 
that nervousness and I guess the apprehension, you, you don't have to worry about that when you're just being kind and generous to people and just trying to make people um, feel welcome. Now, one another thing that you said when people come into a room, you like adults came into a room and you spoke, you were told to speak. Now I wasn't told to speak, but it's a crazy kind of way that your dad can teach you things without telling you. So my dad's friends, if they come into a room out of respect, if I'm sitting down, I will stand up, acknowledge them, speak with them, shake their hand and look them in their eyes. Yeah. That's just what's done out of respect. Right. Now, if I come into a room and it's an older man sitting down, he doesn't have to stand up and acknowledge me. Right. He can speak from, I mean, he should still speak, but he doesn't have to stand up, shake my hand. He can stay seated and I can shake his hand and, and look him in the face and look him in his eyes. So those are the type of things that I feel like that we have to teach our boys and mothers, if you're listening and you may be a single mother, you may not know that. And we've talked about this before where fathers teach men or boys how to be men. Mothers teach their daughters how to be women. That's right. So this may be something that a woman might not necessarily look at the same way we do. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of just trying to give a little nugget um, of advice out there for any mothers. Make sure that your son is standing up, acknowledging males. Make sure that he's getting enough time around males so he knows how to interact with males. Therefore, when he gets on his job, that he knows how to interact with men. Now, from a professional standpoint, is that kind of the etiquette that you guys use on the job? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Normally, um, you know, it's 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 pretty much a kind of the same mm -hmm. where uh and i always just just personally and i'm going to try not to go off into a tangent here but when, whenever i go to like conferences for work or whatever stuff i just find a lot of those meetings uh yeah i'm i'm making sure i'm polite i'm not rude i'm not saying anything wild and crazy to people but yeah it's, it's definitely you know uh, you you introduce yourself to people who you don't know. You get to know them, uh, and a lot of times, you know, may some it may be someone else there that you know, and they'll maybe make that introduction for you, and you make sure you shake people's hands and you try to remember where they're from and who they are, and all those types of things like that. Um, it's it's definitely something you know where uh, as you know because first impressions mean everything. You never know. There's been plenty of times where I've. Uh, I've met people and I had no idea who they were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go to these conferences and, you know, I had no clue who they were. And it turns out they're like, you know, several levels, you know, above me or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that's happened. And I've met people where, uh, uh, you know, they may be several levels below me or whatever. And then come to, you know, and then in a year or two, you know, we're working on a team together or, you know, vice, you know, for one of the people who are above me or below me, 
you know, so it's, it's just one of those things where you never know, um, you know, first impressions mean a lot, right? And yeah. if your first impression with someone is, you know, you kind of being rude and all these types of things. Um, luckily, when I've been in those situations, you know, out in the Midwest and whatever, you know, you give time and you're like, okay, this is just a different custom in this part of the country to where That's they true. don't necessarily do this. They're not necessarily rude. It's just they were they, they're just a little bit different on how they were raised and how they do things. And it's the same thing, you know, with within a work setting where, you know, you're just making sure you're being kind to people, you're being polite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you find yourself maybe working on a project with someone and, you know, uh, and, you know, you, you've had a good impression with them because you met them somewhere else prior to that. And, and it wouldn't be that if you were rude when you first met them, you know, because you're thinking, oh, because I'm above you, or whatever, I'm better than you. And that's, that's, that's ridiculous. No, nobody has time for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, that stuff doesn't help you make a better person. If it's not going to make me a better person, then I'm not, I'm not really into it. Um, Especially when you're trying to make people feel bad or make them feel less than to make yourself feel better or make you feel um, superior. I think that's weak. Yeah, but yeah, I and I, I feel like too. Um, standing from a father's perspective on catch more flies with honey, I feel as though we have to be very strategic in how we are. I guess attracting our kids to do things that we want them to do. There's a certain amount of psychology that has to go with that, given the age. So my son is 14. I think your oldest is 18 or ready to be 19. You say your son is 14? My, my, I meant to say my son is four. Okay. I said, yeah, you 14. said 14. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's four and your daughter's 18. Yeah, going on 19. Okay. Yeah. So how you would handle your daughter and how I would handle my son as far as attracting them to do things that we want them to do is totally different. Oh yeah. Um, so like Jonah, Jonah's really like incentive driven. So all right, if you are going to swim class today and I need for you to listen to the swim instructor, I need for you to be obedient. I don't need for you to be stubborn because Jonah has a stubborn attitude. Um, He probably gets that honestly from me. I'm not as stubborn like when it came to like my teachers or instructors or something like that. Jonah's like stubborn when it comes to that. I'm stubborn more like when I got my mind made up, you can't change my mind. I'm going to go with it, right? Mm-hmm. I guess that comes from, you know, hours of stalling deals on Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just feel like with him, it's like, okay, well, if you do good at swim lesson, then we're going to go get ice cream, you know? You can't necessarily tell, you can't necessarily say that to a teenager. Um, The ice cream thing kind of runs out. So 
uh, and we talked about this before, but I feel like it's more goal oriented. Okay. So right. when you want, like when you're coaching uh, basketball, which, you know, I coached basketball and football and I had experience in that and to get the kids to work hard and do what they want to, you got to know what their goals are. You got to know where they're trying to go. They need to know where they've been and they need to know where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. That helps them when times are getting hard or th- times are getting tough. What do you want to do? So like with your daughter, she's in college. So, hey, what do you want to do? What is your goal? Okay. If you want to get your goal, then getting bad grades is not going to help. You have to work hard. So when you have to stay at home on a Saturday night and study for this exam that you have on Monday, I don't really want to hear any complaints because you said that this is what you wanted. Right. Now, if you don't want that, then you can drop out and you can go get a job and start taking care of yourself. But if you want, you want this goal in your life, then you're going to have to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure you go with, go through that with Izzy and track as well. Oh, you yeah. know, as I know, it's a lot of running. There's a lot of things that he has to do. And it's like, when it comes down to it, what do you want? And I I went through that with my nephew, uh, Tim, and how when he was playing football and it was so hard in high school, in college, he was just talking about, he played division one football in college. And it was like, man, it's just so hard. I'm going through all this and I'm going through this and I just don't know if I can make it or whatever. And me and my dad would say, is this what you want? If this is not what you want, you can walk away from it today. But when you come home, your mom said you're going to get two jobs, one to help out with the bills and one to take care of yourself. So then he kind of light bulb just clicks and like, nope, college is not that bad. Yeah. I'll buckle down. I'll study. I'll do what I got to do. Right. That's another thing that even helped me when I was in college and my dad did the same thing to me. And when I would come home and I would work in the summer times and I would like, man, school is so hard. School is this, school is that. And then when I worked those jobs and I had to see what you had to go through and you get a little taste of real life. Yeah. And like, no, nah, I'm still here. So those incentives and things like that, I feel like that that's honey in a way to kind of say, look, if this is what you want, then this is what you got to do. That's right. So the goal is the honey that's attracting them <laughs> to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, I feel like we have to keep our kids, you know, goal-oriented. And in that, we still have to be in our delivery. You can't be kind all the time, but you, you need to be able to um, effectively communicate to your kids in a positive manner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta use the the right tool for the moment. You know, sometimes it may be uh, people say tough love. Sometimes it may be in kind, and sometimes you know. Either way, to me, I think you still need to come come from a place of love, of course. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, sometimes Absolutely. you know you need different different motivators depending on the depending on the uh, depending on the child. Um, 
and you can take that same thing with employees, with whatever, you know, certain things motivate different people. So you have to be able to use that to inspire and motivate different people, whether it be, uh, um, you know, just getting into the root cause of why they're there, you know, mm-hmm. at work, you know, um, inspiring them in, in those types of ways. So it, it may look different depending on what you're particularly using for that um, situation. Um, something else I was going to say, and I was just kind of sitting here thinking, but uh, flattery, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people may use flattery to be nice to people, right? Yeah. You know, like if I need, if I need Tremaine to do something for me, you know, I'm attracting him with honey, so I may flatter him, right? Yeah. And so, okay, that 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 may that that may be a trigger. That may be something I may use, one of those tools that I'm talking about that may mm-hmm. that may work, right? But what I want to do is I want to say you got to flip that. You got to think about that from the opposite end. If you're, if I'm teaching my kids, I'm teaching my kids, be careful about what you hear sometimes, all these flattering words, but people that just want to just use you and get you to do something they want you to do by just telling you something that's so flattering, you know, because mm-hmm. you could think about it, you know, for, for female, oh, you're, you, you girl, you're so fine. You're so pretty, you know, flattering you for a guy, man, you're so strong, you know, you're so this, you're so that. You know, and next thing you know, you're doing stuff that, you know, you probably wouldn't do, but because, you know, that person is negatively using, you know, this catch flies with honey, yeah. so to speak, you know, you out here doing stuff that you, you know, or, and it doesn't have to be something terribly bad. It can just be, you know, something you probably really shouldn't do, but they're flattering you. So be yeah. careful all the time about this stuff that you hear you know, this flattery, you know, flattery makes you feel good. Somebody to tell you how smart you are, how smart or how nice you are or how kind you are or how handsome you are or beautiful you are. It feels good, you know, when you get a compliment, but be careful because some people can be extra deceitful and they can use that to try to manipulate you. And yeah. that's, that's what I'm getting at. That, that's what I'm getting at when it's coming from that negative place, you know, a true compliment a true someone being truly nice to you that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is when people will intentionally try to manipulate you by flattering you yeah that's what i'm talking about and you have to be careful you have to we have to teach our kids to be able to discern that yeah and i i definitely feel like you know that is something that you we have to man, i'm just gonna call it what it is we got to put our kids up on game mm-hmm. we got to put them up on game because these people out here are gonna tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Especially our ladies, our young ladies. These guys out here that's gonna tell you exactly what you want to hear. And they ain't got no they don't they have no good intentions whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But on the same hand, you got some guys out here that's gonna tell you something that you like or like to hear, but they have good intentions. You gotta be, you gotta make the right choices, you know, especially cause at 18, 19, 20, you can make decisions that can ruin the rest of your life based off of somebody 
tempting you with some honey. Yeah. I mean, really, really. <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like too, we, we have to praise our kids. And I feel like that's another way to um, get them to do things that we want them or we want them to go on the right path. Um, praising them for when they do good things. And, and I say praise them um, and, and be real with the praise. You know, just don't do it just to do it. You know, if they accomplish something or just being who they are, I just love who you are. You know, I thank you for doing what you did yesterday. I thank you for working so hard in school. They might be getting straight C's, but you know they gave everything they had to get those C's. Tell your kids, hey, I'm so proud of you, you know. Just keep on working hard, but mm-hmm. I just want to let you know where you at right now. I'm proud because you yeah. gave everything you had. Yeah, and nice job. I know that. I know that motivates my son. Whenever he can hear where he's accomplished something, and you know, I feel good about it. And then when I don't feel good about something that he he has done, I don't have to say a whole lot, but you can tell in his personality that dad's not happy, and I'm not happy that he's not happy with me right now. Yeah. And he's getting to the point where, like yesterday, he came to me and said that he was sorry about something that he did. And I didn't tell him, like, you need to say sorry or nothing like that. And I really didn't tell him I was upset with him. But he knew whatever he did that I didn't like it. And he came and said he was sorry for it. I was like, all right, man, I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know? He so, said it on his own or did, did your he, wife tell him to? He said it on his own. Yeah. He said it on his own yesterday. I don't know what it was. He might've wasted something or something like that. And I had to go clean it up or something. Cause you know how sometimes, man, most of the time I want him to clean it up himself. But this was one of the messes that, you know, he was going to make more of a mess by trying to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just best for me to go ahead and handle it. Yeah. But and, um, you know, that right there, that just led me to something, right? And so I just want to say this too, you know, when we're talking about catching more flies with honey, we're talking about being polite, not being rude. This happened with me and my son just the other day. Uh he I had come in the house and you know how sometimes when you come in the house. And if the house is not like right, you know, like maybe a cup is over here when it shouldn't be. Maybe this plate is over here or, you know, the video game piece is over here. And this is, and I came in (laughs) and that's what I saw, right? I saw all this stuff out of place. And like, I was like, what in the world? What, What is going on here? You know, did I walk through the wrong house? Yeah. And I started like immediately like, hey, you know, I called him in here. I said, what is this? Why is this over here? Why is this? You know, and so I'm like, I'm, I, as soon as I came in, right? And then after it happened, I thought about it. I was like, here it is. This boy has been in the house. I don't know how long. Yeah, should he have been cleaning up? Should he, should he have been in place? Yes, absolutely. I stand by that, right? I'm not, I'm not backing off on that. Yeah. But how I came in to him, it was like, here I am having fun or just, you know, doing my thing. Hit dad come in, 
fussing at me. And so I went back and I had to apologize. I was like, hey, look, you know, I apologize for coming in, you know, upset like that. Yeah. I said, I, you know, I just wanted you to make sure, I said, next time, just make sure you clean up after yourself, put stuff back in his, in his place. And he was like, it's okay, dad, you know? And so, you know, you got to model those types of behaviors, you know what I'm saying? You have to, uh, it's, you know, being kind, it, it, sometimes it means, you know, hey, you, you got to apologize sometimes if you come at people wrong. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I made sure I, I made that right with him because, yeah, I didn't have to come in in the door doing that. But yeah. it just, it's just one of those things that just hit as soon as I walk in and you see one thing. It's like, you know, like you, you hear people, you know, so you pull on a string. This thing, you know, you pulling the string and it started unraveling more. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 what's going on? Yep, yep. And so, yeah, I had to definitely apologize for that because I, I, did, I didn't do that right. And so, if you come to my house, I, I apologize. I have to apologize a lot because I'm not perfect. And I, you know, it's just one of those things, right? Because nobody is, right? But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind apologizing, especially if I, if I feel like I did something wrong. But I think, yeah, I think sometimes it's an old school vibe about it where dads are not supposed to apologize to their kids, but I, I'm not with that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, because. My dad, if he wronged me, he would apologize. Yeah. You know, he was like, I'm sorry about that or whatever. So like, even Jonah being four years old, if I come off at him the wrong way, um, I apologize. And I don't feel like there's no um, shot at my authority or anything like that. Not at all, not at all. You know, I don't think it's belittling in me or anything like that to apologize to him. And like you said, it's important that we model those behaviors that we want our kids to show. So if I want him to model the behavior of when I do something wrong, I apologize, then what better way to do that than to say, hey, daddy messed up, so daddy's apologizing to you. Yeah. Because, I mean, you gotta think about it, man. If he he never sees me apologize then when he gets older then he thinks well when i'm a daddy then i don't have to apologize right you know and that's not good that's not good for home life that's not good for his future wife that's not good for his future kids so um most definitely we need to um to show that Mm -hmm. absolutely do you have anything else on the topic no, I don't. All right. Well, we thank you guys for listening to the Dad Roots Podcast. We have Mario E and Kid signing out. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.